What is up, everybody? It's your boy, Matthew Walden. I'm one of the pastoral interns here at 9th and O, and this is Devotionables, brief devotions for busy people just like you. Today, super exciting passage. We're in Acts chapter 2, and we're going to be looking at the coming of the Holy Spirit. So, What's going on here in Acts chapter 2 is that the Feast of Pentecost is going down. So there's a a large group of Jewish people from all around here in Jerusalem. And the twelve are here as well. And what happens is that the Spirit descends on them and gives them the ability to speak in such a way that all of these people, whether they're from near or far, can understand the words that the disciples are speaking, particularly in reference to Jesus. And so Peter gets up in front of all these people and he preaches the first Christian sermon. He testifies to the gospel of the grace of God as revealed in Jesus Christ that's testified about by prophets of old. And so all these people, they're hearing this new information about this this Savior, Jesus, and how he's the fulfillment of all these Old Testament prophecies. And, And so they look to Peter and what do they say to him? They say, okay, what should we do? Brothers, what should we do. And Peter looks to them and he says, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins and you will receive the Holy Spirit. There's a promise there at the end. You will receive the Holy Spirit. And that's what I want to talk about today is the promise that we have from scripture about the Holy Spirit in the lives of believers. If you look at Acts chapter 2, verse 39, in reference to the promise of the Holy Spirit, what does Peter say? He says, For the promise is for you and for your children and for all who are far off, everyone whom the Lord our God calls to himself. And this brings comfort to us as Christians. It's, it's comforting to know that when we place our faith in Jesus Christ for our salvation, we aren't just left to our own devices to, to work through this world. We aren't just left to our own strength to survive and to go through the trials of life. But the Lord has given us His Spirit. The Lord indwells us. We are never alone once we become Christians because God's Spirit lives in us. He's our comforter. He is the one who brings conviction. And He is the one who really tethers us to all the other Christians in our community. And then another thing that I I want to point out to you guys is, of course, we have this comfort of the Holy Spirit in our lives, but it also is challenging to know that the Holy Spirit is in our lives because so often we, we, of our own volition, choose things that are not of God. But what is the testimony of Scripture, I think, about the encouragement that we have from the Apostle Paul in Galatians 5 to put to death the deeds of the flesh, I think, specifically of Galatians 5, chapter or Galatians chapter 5 verse 16 where Paul says but I say walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh and so what I want to do today is I just want to comfort you with the fact that you aren't alone if you are in Christ you have the spirit of God regardless of the hardships that you are going through do not believe the lies of the enemy that you are alone because you're not but I also want to challenge you today I want to challenge you to walk by the Spirit. You have the Spirit. You don't have to have a second blessing. If you are in Christ, you have the Spirit, and you can say no to the deeds of the flesh. So do that today. Be blessed as you go throughout the rest of your day. I hope this is encouraging. We'll see you guys later.